So uh, a couple years down the road, you're um, on the interstate. You're driving to Dallas. They're opening up a taco deli up there. And you're like, you know what? I've never been to a taco deli opening. I want to see what it's about. <laughs> Why would I care? You just have like a thirst for adventure. So That's you get in your car. not adventurous at all. But it feels pretty adventurous. You haven't been living life very hard lately. What do you mean? I don't know. You just kind of scale back. Oh, okay. Sense, you know? Why did I scale back? Sometimes you just need to scale back, you know? Okay. Sometimes like everybody just wants you to like scale back. It's for the best if you just scale back sometimes. I mean, did, did something happen? You killed a kid? God. So I decided to scale back. That was my yeah. solution. I mean, you were like legally forced to scale back. Was that the, the I was, hold on. That was the verdict? I mean, I never saw like the whole thing, but basically at the end of the day, you just had to like stop doing what you were doing. But what, ha- what, what happened? You, I mean, you killed, you killed a kid. Right, but how? You were doing a comedy on a, uh, on a uh, a duck boat, you know, like one of those tourist yeah, duck yeah. adventures. You, yep. you, it's how you like make a little bit extra cash on the weekends. You just give like tours of Austin, <laughs> you know. So you were like a tour guide, and it was like honestly, you did pretty great at it. You were a lot of fun. You had a good time. Got some sun on your fucking head. <laughs> so you're making like. So I don't protect my head when I'm out in the sun. All I day. mean, you do, but you know what I mean. You're out there all day, dude. You know. I'm going to get skin cancer. Mother Nature's going to do what it's going to do. Okay. <laughs> and your head is looking gold. <laughs> it's near the end of the summer. You've had a full season out on the duckies, as you call them. Ugh. Does anyone comment on my gold head? Every year they call it. Uh, that's how they know, they know the summer's over. What? Because gold head pack comes out. Oh, no. So basically, that's that's when they shut it down. Yeah. It's like the last day of summer. When like peak tourist season ends is when your head is the goldest it'll get all year. The owner of the company, his name is Jeff Dillard. Jeff Dillard. Yep he he started he started the Duckies Float Foundation. <laughs> Hold on, wait, is he related to the the other dick? Huh? I don't know. Whatever. Jeff Dillard. Dillard. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is, is he related to the other the Dillard family? Like the like the famous one. The stores? Oh, no. No. Hmm. He got caught shoplifting from a Dillard's when he was 12. <laughs> he stole a, a woman's bra. He what? was a little horned up teenager. No, no. And they caught him. And they're like, what's your name? And he says, Jeff Dillard. And they go, <laughs> get out of here. And they just let him go. If your last name was Dillard in the 90s, you could attempt to shoplift from Dillard's. <laughs> and all they could do is stop you. But oh, you'd okay. never get press charges. That is insane in the 90s why did they stop that ricardo dillard what happened with him he stole 1.2 million dollars worth of lingerie and men's ties (laughs) why is everyone stealing underwear i don't know man you gotta ask you gotta ask him yeah some sick people out there yeah so you're uh you're out there golden head golden head pack comes out jeff dillard sees it and he goes all right, guys, today's the last day. And then he points at you, and everybody goes, 
gold head pats out. That's how we know the summer's over. And they all come up and kiss you on the head. And they go, what? Another good year, guys. And you're like, yeah, another good year. <laughs> they kiss me on the head. Yeah. It's right. like their way of like saying goodbye to everyone. That sucks. You guys are pretty tight-knit crew, though. We're tight-knit? Yeah. I mean, like you guys are like best friends all summer long. Okay. You know, you spend like all of your weekend days together. But we're all giving separate tours, aren't we? Yeah, but you guys can like so there's like two levels to some of these buses. Yeah. So sometimes they'll have like people doing stuff below too. Oh, okay. And sometimes they'll have like like a lot of times one of you will have to like drive the boat and then one of you will be like giving a tour. So it's not just that like like you have like teams, you know. So you'll be paired up with like a driver, so you guys like alternate. Okay. You'll give a tour and then you'll drive and then they'll give a tour. Okay. Know. So I guess we do spend some time together. Yeah. You get to know each other. You have a great fucking summer, man. You're driving home the last day out on the duckies. <laughs> it's a day that you like love, but you hate every year. You Better know? Sweet. Yeah. You're like, you know what? What a, what a fun summer. I'll miss those guys. I'll see them again. They come out to your comedy every now and then. You know, you, you bump into them out in the world every once in a while. Okay. But for a summer, you guys are just like kin, you know? Yeah. You're driving home. You see the sun setting in your rear view. You can't help but think about being out on the duckies late at night, giving tours, showing people the best that Austin has to offer. Yeah. A smile just kind of crawls across your face. Oh, man. And you say, you know what? There's always next year. Take a big, deep breath in. And then you T-bone a car at an intersection. All right. You hit this car going 40 miles an hour. Smile on your fucking face. Oh, no. Smile on your face. A song on the radio. What song was it? Shimmer by Fuel. It had just like picked up. You were air drumming. Oh, when the when the everything, yeah, yeah. You were air drumming when they hit you. Bring so like the camera the, uh, the security camera. Strawberry surprise. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that part. The, the security camera just picks you like with a really stupid face, like air drumming. Oh, I'm not just, even holding the wheel. No, you're not. You're going. <laughs> what you're what going, am I doing? You're going straight, baby. That's what you're doing. You're going straight. Okay. And you T-bone this fucking car, Jeez. right? Right into the right into the driver's side you can see it and it does not look pretty you black out you spend about six weeks in a coma jeez you almost died oh my gosh you were lucky to live you kind of come to in this apartment like this uh this hospital room you're in a gown everything just feels sore you just ache yeah you like blink your eyes hard to adjust like the harsh light of the of the hospital room, and then a nurse comes over and she goes, "He's awake!" And she turns, she yells into the hallway, "Doctor, he's awake!" And she comes back in, and she goes, "How are you feeling?" You tell her that you're sore, so she uh, she checks on something right. You can't really see what's going on. She goes, "Let me get the doctor in here. We'll go over everything for you." Wow. The doctor comes in. He goes, Pat, good to see you're awake. He kind of like takes a light to your eyes, you know? Yeah. He goes, how are you feeling? I'm kind of sore and kind of confused. He goes, that's to be expected. He goes, look, um, there was an incident. You got into a car accident 
you were lucky to survive, but we think you're going to be okay. Oh, wow. What happened to the, dri- the other driver? So you, um, your voice like sounds funny. Like all of your senses feel dulled, you know? Yeah. Everything just feels weird and slow. And you're just like, fuck, something is like not right. You know, you're just kind of like coming out of this fog. And the doctor, uh, he says, the other driver didn't make it. Jeez. He was, it was, it was, it was a sad affair. He was to make matters worse. The driver was a, a famous musician. Okay. He was a, he was a, like a classic R and B singer. All right. Uh, he was known for like a really rich baritone voice. His name was Smooth Daryl. Oh no. <laughs> Smooth D. Nobody called him Smooth D. <laughs> What's his it was name? Smooth Daryl. <laughs> this guy's deal. Smooth Daryl at a time was like amongst like the R and B crooners, he was the tip top. In like the seventies, he was on TV in an open shirt with a glistening chest. It was a famous chest that America grew to love. Wow! And I, I killed him. I mean, he ran a red light. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. But he I just happened them. to be the one that did it. Sure. But yeah, you killed an R and B legend, and. uh you kind of like go, oh, shit. Because you remember like hearing those songs, like your parents knew all the words to them, you know? And you knew that when like they would hear a song come on, they would kind of look at each other with a little bit of an extra twinkle in their uh-huh. eye, you know? And you always knew what that meant. Sure. You know? How could I not? You always knew that that meant that was a song that your mom and dad got down to. May have been a song that made you. Or one of your siblings. Gross. So after learning that, you kind of feel that you have like a a lot of respect for Smooth Daryl. Okay. You know? Sure. You yeah. feel like he may have had like a hand in bringing you into existence. That's upsetting. So that's why it hurts even more. Yeah. Are people like pissed at me? Well, yeah, people aren't. They're not happy. So... The doctor's like, look, we had to uh, we had to take some extraordinary precautionary measures to keep you alive. Uh, while we were in there, we, we kind of we cleaned things up. You know, we 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 tried to do the best we could. Um, I'll you cleaned things up. Yeah, she, he's like, yeah, you you hit a you hit a car going forty miles an hour. You t boned a car like it messed you up pretty good. You know, you can like your face obviously hurts. You know, you, and he's like, there was a lot of glass. He goes, well, we'll get a pl- the plastic surgeon in, and you guys can kind of go over uh, what to expect and, and what the next step looks like. Okay. So he uh, he kind of, like, walks out. And the, the nurse goes, it's no big deal. Like, you look like you. You look just like your photo. Like, you're you're kind of, like, obviously swollen and cut up and stuff, but, you know, you, like, you, look, you look the same. Like, don't, don't freak out. Okay. She goes, don't tell him I told you. Okay. Okay. She goes, I could lose my fucking job. I won't. And I need this job, Pat. Okay. She goes, you promise me? I promise. She kind of takes a staggered breath. <laughs> what? Okay. Don't worry. Exhales deeply. She goes, okay. You go, that's weird. The uh, The surgeon walks in. 
you can kind of see his shadow like through the curtain. You know, the first thing you can tell is that his hair is jacked way the fuck up, dude. You can tell that he spent an inordinate number of hours <laughs> teasing this hair up. Yeah. Glamming it up. Mm-hmm. His hair's jacked to Jesus, baby. It's way up there. You've never seen hair jacked this high. You also see um, there's like a light behind him. You see he has like a, a normal stature, except he you can... You, you can't really tell, but it looks like his one sleeve is just sort of hanging at his side. It's really weird. And he comes in and he goes, oh, Hey, Pat. <laughs> he breathes real heavy. <laughs> yeah. He goes, it's, it's me. I'm Dr. Jeff Leopard. Dr. Jeff Leopard. Dr. Jeff Leopard. We meet again. He <laughs> shows up to tell you that your vocal cords took like the the brunt of the damage. Like something like broke your, your windpipe almost okay. and damaged your vocal cords. They said we we replaced your vocal cords with the only set that was around, and that was Smooth Daryl. So you have the you have the sexy sultry R&B voice of Smooth Daryl. That's nuts. Dr. Jeff Lepper, he goes, actually, Pat, I think it's pretty great. Why does he talk like that? That's just how he talks. I don't know. Everybody talks differently. (laughs) And he has Jack's haircut and one He's all glammed out, dude. (laughs) He's got got so much eye makeup on. He has one arm, and his name is Doctor Jeff Leopard. Yeah, Doctor Jeff Leopard. Right. He's a he's a brilliant surgeon. He was he's been voted the best one arm surgeon in the world. Okay, good. So I yeah. feel confident then. Yeah, he's a really good doctor. Okay. And so you kind of like he and he tells you he's like, listen, Pat, it's gonna take some time. God. For you to get, we're ready for your new voice, baby. (laughs) He goes on to tell you it's going to be like a period of adjustment. So you get used to like, you know, the the way your new voice sort of feels in your body and sounds in your head. He goes, but I think you're going to like it. And he winks at you. He walks out. He's got big fucking like platform Crocs on. Ah. You know, this guy blows <laughs> Dr. Jeff Leopard. <laughs> Why is he allowed to come to work like that? Because he's the best one arm surgeon in the United States, Pat. But this, is, this seems like this would get on people's nerves. People love him. Okay. Well, Everybody fuck me, loves him. All right. So you have this smooth, sultry voice. What would you do? When when am I out of the am I out of the hospital? Like, you get out you get out of the hospital that afternoon. You spend a couple weeks like recovering, you know. Um, yeah. And to be, I mean, to be very transparent, like your insurance company went after uh, Daryl's uh, insurance company. You won like a, a pretty sizable oh wow thing. So a I settlement. Have, I have some cash in the bank, yeah, two million dollars. Jeez, and I got that voice. Yeah. 
Huh. I think I would just drive around town talking and talk to people. I mean, I would voice. absolutely talk to, to everyone. Yeah. I would probably go to a bar. Yeah. I'd go to the wheel. Yeah. And I would, I would order a beer. You order a beer? What do you... The guy... Lone Star and a shot of Jameson, please. So you see it like... Lone Star, shout at Jameson, please. Yeah. And the bartender like kind of looks at you and he goes, all right, puts it on the counter. And I go, yeah. And I say to him, yep, this is what my voice sounds like now. He's like, okay, man. I don't, I don't know what you want from me. Right, like no. clearly annoyed. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I guess I would hang out. Um, I guess, you know what? I'll try to get voice work. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool, I guess. Well, no, fuck that. I got $2 million. Yeah. I would just hang out, dude. Just hang out. Sleeping late. Money. Go to bed late. Yeah. Eat some pizza. You get some, some friends are getting together one night. Yeah. They're going to a karaoke bar. Nice. You go? Yeah, fuck it. So you go. Would you sing anything? Um, Yeah, I would sing 60. Uh, that song, Molly, 16 Candles. Yeah. 16 candles down the drain that song so you're you're flipping through and you're just like drawn to daryl's music <clears throat> he's got a song called red light romance and you you like read the lyrics and it's like you know every word you can just feel it it's yep. like muscle memory to those vocal cords oh geez <clears throat> i guess yeah that makes a lot more sense to sing that so would you sing it yeah so absolutely I put my heart and soul into it. So you sing Red Light Romance, and uh, you fucking crush it, right? How does the song go? <laughs> the song is, you and me, sitting in my car, riding together, going nowhere. Oh, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like. Driving together, going nowhere. Yeah, man. Not good. But it was a song that was just like, it's what it's what the kids used to cruise to back in the day. You just imagine your dad going over to your mom's place, picking her up. Yeah. She's never looked better. He smells great. They get into his car. That song comes on. They drive out to the top of a tall cliff. Oh, God. Nine months later. Why am I thinking about this? Where? 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 Is that me? Little baby Pat's born. Right. Um, why am I? Th- why am I thinking about this? Because you're 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 singing that song, and you know that that's what it was made for. Okay. And you knock it out of the park. Nice. Afterwards, this man comes up to you. He goes, "Hey, I like what you do. I like that voice. Thank you, sir." Has he ever uh, performed professionally? Uh, no. I used to do comedy, but I killed a kid. He was a uh, he was. Music industry doesn't give a shit about that. Nice. I think you got some talent. Yeah. He goes, uh, you ever come out to Los Angeles? Look me up. What's your name? His card. His name is Spider Spiegelman. (laughs) Spider Spiegelman. Yep. This guy's hair slicked back. (laughs) Oh, jeez. He walks out. (laughs) About six months later, you're like, you know what? Like you've been singing at these karaoke places, crushing it. Oh, really? Right. You've like wait. Felt, so now I seek out attention. You by, felt really confident about it. People were like, "Hey, man, you're the guy. You sound just like Daryl. Like, come sing." Oh, okay. So you've been like 
like people were asking like you to do requests and stuff. People were wow. taking videos of you, and you kind of become like a thing here in town. So you go to L.A. and you seek out Spider Spiegelman. Yeah. You set up a, a lunch date with him. You guys go have uh, a little soup and salad at a bistro in L.A. called Helen's Bistro. Okay. It's pretty uneventful. He goes, look, man, I've seen the videos. They're out there. I know what you can do. He goes, I want to put you in front of crowds. Okay. He goes, can you can you can you replicate this live? Could you do yeah, this? Of course. Could you put on like a really like sexy, older, Ew. unattractive, what, like schlubby guy thing, but be like sexy about it? I well, when you put it that way, no. He was. I think you could do it. Like, what would I do to be sexy? Huh, we put you in like some robes. You oh. know, you'd have like your chest out, be uh, oiled up a little bit. Oiled up. Yeah, I mean, it's on some stuff. Yeah little oil it'd be like nice oils it'd be like scented you know you know what this sounds hilarious i would absolutely do this he goes we're gonna make you a lot of money my man cool he goes all righty six weeks later you've got a song coming out with that sweet sweet buttery voice what's the song called the song's called i miss you baby yeah yeah (laughs) it's like a a slow the other day I came home, I walked in and was all alone, where'd you go? Oh, but it's like smooth and sweet. Oh, God, it tells hurt. a story of redemption. Yeah. And it gets picked up everywhere. Like you, they engineered a song to make you a success because of that sweet, sweet voice. So you hit the road. You have a song that, like, it just, I mean, that song just, like, skyrockets. It's all over the place. You start selling out, like, theaters, you know? You spend a solid 18 months on the road just busting your ass. Like, you're making, like, really good money. Do I enjoy the, Do I enjoy doing it? You love it. Cool. You, ha- you feel like a totally different person. Like, you're in, like, way better shape. Like, you feel like a totally new, incredibly motivated human. Like, holy shit. Like, I... This is my life. Like yeah. I get to do this thing that I love and I get to have a good time doing it and I make a lot of money and I feel great about myself. You're doing a show in Kansas City, sold out theater. Like 2000 people in there. Wow. You're at the end of the song. You hit like the end chorus, the high note. People start throwing shit on stage, flowers. Yeah. A couple pairs of panties. <laughs> Gross. You take them, you catch them, you ball them up, put them in your pocket. Ah. Oh. Somebody throws like this, like it almost looks like a towel at you, and you're just so fucking sweaty. You just grab it, you towel your face off. Yeah. And it feels like um like kind of flimsy, and you look at it, and somebody <laughs> in the crowd threw to you the Shroud of Turin. <laughs> and you looked at it. You looked at it at the sweat mark where your face was, turned into a real face, and then it melted off of your skull <laughs> in front of a crowd in Kansas City. What the <laughs> yeah. fuck? A man, what? a man ran out of the back of the uh, out of the back of the theater, got into a a long black Cadillac. What? The license plate just said L on it. Son of a bitch! And they peeled out of the parking lot, and they were never seen again. Who, who was it? I don't know. Did anyone? No one saw them. No. Everybody was watching your face melt off of your skull. But why would in they the do, middle of a performance? Why would they do that to me? What did I, they do? I don't know. I'm just. I don't know. 
But that was so, there was no point. I mean, you became a sensational singer, you know? I mean, you decided to profit off of that tragedy. I mean, you killed that guy. Yeah, well, they'll always have the music. Yeah, but you fucking died. 